WebCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, for more than a century, uh, the YMCA has been a part of American life. Lots of us have done fitness classes, maybe child care or stop smoking uh, activities at the YMCA. Uh, lots of people learn to swim. I learned to swim at the uh, McKeesport YMCA. I even took my uh, first driver's test at the McKeesport YMCA. But over the past few years, a lot of Ys have closed, uh, especially here in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, the McKeesport and Wilmerding Ys are both uh, no longer with us. Well, there is an effort uh, underway there in the Turtle Creek Valley to get the former Wilmerding YMCA open as a community center. And our guests this morning are going to tell us how that happened. Uh, Gary Nawadding uh, is one of the leaders. Uh, good morning, Gary. Good morning. And on the phone with us right now is uh, Peter McGinty, who is also part of this effort. Uh, good morning, Peter. Good morning. Uh, I don't know who wanted to say, take this. First of all, uh, Peter, what is your role in, in getting this new Wilmerton Community Center up and running? Uh, my role is to become the executive director. I uh, ran the Wilmerton YMCA between uh, 1987 and uh, 2000, so I had some experience uh, in the facility, and uh, as we formed the group, the group has asked me to take a leadership role in the operations of that facility for a couple of years. And uh, what part of uh, Pittsburgh uh, are you from? I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. I've uh, uh, been here in Pittsburgh since when I came in 1987 to run the Wilmerding Y. Okay. And I had come from the YMCA of Chicago, uh, where I had 12 years previous experience there running operations. I'm glad you specified Boston, Massachusetts, so that we didn't think it was the one over in Elizabeth Township. Uh, but that's that, that's something that only around here that's an issue. Uh, Gary, t- t- tell me, uh, what is your role in this getting this group up and together to reopen the Wilmerding YMCA? Uh, I'm an actual volunteer uh, board member for the Wilmerton Community Center, and I'm helping to raise funds both for startup and for ongoing support. Uh, uh, Peter, uh, I'm going to throw this one back to you. Tell us about the facility there, um, which I know has been remodeled a bit since uh, your past stint at, at the Wilmerton Y, but what are some of the facilities that, that, that it offers? It's a complete facility. Um, we have a gymnasium, a swimming pool, uh, fitness facilities, uh, and uh, workout facilities for uh, spin bike or yoga. Uh, the newest part of the facility uh, added an elevator and the new fitness room on top of the older facility, the front of the older facility. Uh, the building's about 40 years old, um, in very decent shape, and uh, we look forward to doing a little bit of rehab work as we get ready to open. I, I wasn't aware it was uh, 40 years old. Um, it's a very modern-looking uh, uh, building. Um, and the other thing, and I'm going to put this question to Gary, okay. it's the Wilmerding YMCA, but 
it how far is the service area? Because I know I know of at least one friend of mine who was driving in from Penn Hills oh, to yeah. use that it's, facility. It's a wide variety of communities that we draw from. Not only Wilmerding, but North Purcells, East McKeesport, McKeesport, White Oak, uh, Turtle Creek, parts of Monroeville, um, Penn Hills. Uh, people come from all over because of the the swimming pool, especially. Yes, it's, it's a great facility. Not too many facilities have indoor pools. Um, we're able to do a lot of things, especially with seniors, uh, Silver Sneakers program, uh, and some other programs that allow people to utilize all the amenities that we have to offer. Uh, is there an indoor walking track there, too? There is. It's a, it's around the bottom of the pool. The pool yeah. sits down and we walk around. It's not the best, but it gives people an opportunity to go indoors, especially during the winter, to do some walking. Uh, in the studio with us this morning is Gary Nawadding. He is one of the volunteers who is trying to get the former Wilmerding YMCA uh, reopened as a community center. On the phone with us is Peter McGinty, who is the former uh, executive director of the Wilmerding Y, and he's going to serve uh, in that same role um, as it reopens. Uh, Peter or Gary, either one jump in. Is there a phone number that people can get more information about this? Well, we are trying to get um, – I don't know if we got it yet, Pete, but the old phone number was 412-823-9000, and we're trying to get that number back. Okay. I know Pete's been working on that. Pete, you may have some more information. I think we'll have that within the next month or so. Um, but uh, anybody that has any questions, um, and we are – Starting to look at uh, people that might be interested in employment in the future, they can uh, contact me, uh, Peter McGinty, at M-C-G-I-N-T-Y, at Verizon.net. Okay. Or, or... Oh, we fade, he faded out there. Oh, we're, we're, we're being left in suspense. <laughs> Peter, I don't know if you can hear us or not, but uh, we're, we're being left in suspense. Peter McGinty at Verizon.net is what he said is the That's email? That's correct, yes. Okay. And uh, as you mentioned, they're trying to get the phone number back there uh, of uh, 412-823-9000. Uh, we're talking with Peter McGinty and Gary Nawadding this morning uh, about the attempt to reopen the Wilmerding YMCA. Uh, Gary, what is the time frame? Well, first of all, let's, let's okay. go back a bit. Okay. When did that YMCA close? It officially closed its doors August 31st of last year. And as soon as they closed the doors, uh, there was a few of us that got together, the mayor of uh, Wilmerding, some council members, Peter, myself, some old board members from the Y. And we, we tried to kind of reopen the Y and negotiate with the YMCA of Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, but we've gotten to the point where we incorporated as the Wilmerding Community Center, Inc., which is a subsidiary of the Wilmerding Borough because the borough does actually okay. own the building. So once we became uh, Wilmerding Community Center, Inc., we applied for our 501c3 nonprofit status through the IRS, and we just received that mid-March this year. So that allowed us to go out and get contributions for startup funding. And uh, we've been working hard since then to try to get the money that we need to start up and open the doors. Our goal is to open sometime by August. By August. That's correct. That's, uh, that's an aggressive timetable, but uh, that's, it seems to me that it's probably something that the community has really been waiting for. It's aggressive, but when you look at it, we've been working on this for eight to nine months. I mean, since it's closed, <laughs> we've been working on it. So to us, it's not that aggressive. I mean, we, we expect it to be open much earlier than this, but, you know, you have to go through the whole process of getting your incorporation, yeah. oh, yes. and especially the nonprofit status. And uh, Congressman Doyle was very helpful in helping us to secure that and push it through a little bit for us. Uh, we're going to hopefully get uh, Peter back on the line here uh, in a minute or two after we take a break. Gary, uh, tell me a little bit about you. I believe you are originally from McKeesport, and you're now in the North for Sales area. I am. I grew up here in McKeesport. I went to the McKeesport Y, um, played basketball, swam. Um, then I ended up 
ironically, getting a job at the YMCA, and I worked for the YMCA of Pittsburgh for 31 years. Oh, is that right? That's correct. Uh, which, uh, all over the place or downtown I, I Pittsburgh? Ran, or? I was the executive director of Penn Hills for about 24 years, and then I became a, a vice president and worked with the YMCAs all in the east, the Samson YMCA and the Wilmerding and uh, McKeesport, um, the uh, Penn Hills YMCA in Delmar. What, what has, and I know you're not really here to talk about the Y specifically, where you're here to talk about the Wilmerding Community That's Center. Correct. But why, no pun intended, has, has the YMCA and the YWCA, why have they played such a big role in, in towns like McKeesport, Wilmerding, Penn Hills? Well, I think they have a lot to offer the community, whether you're a, an adult, uh, a senior, or even a child. I mean, there's so many things that are available for people through the YMCA that that was one of the things that I loved about it the most. It catered to everyone and anyone. Um, and we never turned anyone away. I mean, if you couldn't afford um, uh, programs or services that we were offering, we made sure that we were able to make it work for you so that we can include everybody. I, I wonder if there's a, a, a misconception, too, and we've talked with people from, from the Ys here uh, on this program before, but I wonder if there's a misconception that it's a religious organization, per se. I mean, it is the Young Men's or it, Young Women's Christian Association. That's correct. It was at one time. I mean, in its roots, it was very uh, founded on Scripture, and they had... Um, they don't turn anybody away, though. That's correct. But, you know, the interesting, it, the YMCA was founded in London, England. I don't know if everybody knows that. And I know we're not on the YMCA, yeah, right. but it's significant. And um, in, in Wilmerding especially, um, George Westinghouse started the Wilmerding YMCA in the castle in his office in Wilmerding. And the reason he started the YMCA was because of the physical and spiritual connection that he felt would be good for his employees. And once he started that and saw that the production and everything uh, from his employees, they were benefiting from it, he opened it up to the public, and that became the Wilmerding YMCA. And it's been great. Um, for not only Wilmerding, but many communities across this great country of ours. Uh, I think we're going to take a 30-second break. When we come back, I think we've got Peter McGinty uh, back on the line. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the history of that uh, Wilmerding facility, which, as you just pointed out, goes all the way back to George Westinghouse's founding of the town around the Westinghouse air break. Uh, but then we're going to move on to... Um, what this new Wilmerding Community Center, how it's going to sort of build on that tradition, okay? Yes. Uh, Gary Nawadding uh, is one of the volunteers who's working to get the Wilmerding YMCA reopened as the Wilmerding Community Center. Uh, also uh, on the phone with us is Peter McGinty. He is uh, going to be stepping in to serve as the executive director uh, of the Wilmerding YMCA, or Wilmerding Community Center. I'm going to have to learn to say that mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> after having previously been uh, one of the executive directors of the Wilmerding YMCA. You are listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, Brian Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport here. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. Our guests this morning are Gary Nawadding and Peter McGinty. They are two of the people behind the effort to get the old Wilmerding YMCA reopened as the Wilmerding Community Center. Uh, Peter, uh, we got you back uh, on the line here. Um, the, the wonders of technology. Uh, Gary was telling me a little bit about the history of the, of the Wilmerding YMCA, and I wonder if you want to pick up the thread there. As he pointed out, this, originally, this facility originally was opened by George Westinghouse, and it was up there in the castle um, that is currently being uh, renovated and restored. Um, when did it move into its own facility? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure of the date exactly, but at one point it moved right next door to the castle, um, uh, up on the hill right beside 
to the left of the castle, and um, this current facility happened after there was a major fire in the early 70s. And when they moved the YMCA up to the current location uh, where it occupies the space, it was the Westinghouse um, High School football field. Okay. And it was it was part of the borough in the uh, East Allegheny School District that allowed the YMCA to build a facility at its current location. I, I, that, they and, do call that, they still call that Memorial Field, don't they? They do. Okay. They do. And, our, and once again, our address is one Memorial Field. So. <laughs> and, and, and so the borough owns the facility? The borough uh, owns the facility. It reverted back to the borough. Uh, I don't know whether Gary mentioned when the YMCA stopped operating the facility. There was a clause in the lease that reverted it uh, because you need to offer community and recreational programs for the communities that uh, surround Wilmerding is part of the codicil in the lease. And when that no longer could happen through the YMCA, the building reverted to the community, and they in turn will lease it, uh, working with uh, the Wilmerding Community Center to us, uh, so that we can operate this uh, facility. It's a it's a great facility, and it needs to be utilized by a number of communities. Wilmerding's a little bit small to uh, just have that for facility for its own. Uh, as Gary mentioned, all the different communities that surround uh, Wilmerding, from you know, as I say, uh, Gary mentioned from Monroeville to White Oak to Forest Hills to. Uh, North Huntington, uh, Penn Hills, uh, are just some of the outlying communities. And then we do have people that travel in for, uh, as they're going back and forth to work as well from the Pittsburgh area. Uh, it, it, it sounds to me like what you just said is that then this is the second time now that, that the community, the, the broader community, not just Wilmerding, has banded together to bring this facility back. You mentioned the fire in the 70s, and, and now, 40, 50 years later, the community is doing this again, Peter. Well, it's, as Gary mentioned, I think it's uh, almost 124 years uh, that that uh, facility or facilities have uh, worked for that community. And it's uh, as Gary's mentioned to me a number of times, when we're out and about, people come and want to know when we're going to open. When are you going to open? We yeah, want to come back. We want to swim. People love, uh, people love the facility. Life. And, and as you mentioned, people learn to swim uh, there. The life skills take place. And this is, you know, maybe three and four generations of people um, for, or of the families. Uh, no, um, Peter McGinty is on the phone with us. Uh, Gary Nawadding uh, is here in the studio. We're talking about what was the Wilmerding YMCA and is uh, going to be the Wilmerding Community Center uh, later on uh, this year, hopefully as, as soon as August. I think one question that anybody listening is going to want to know is, how how much is this going to cost? Who's, who's paying for this? And Gary, I'm going to put this question to you, as we're taping this program uh, a few days ago, you got a major boost from one of the local employers. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Um, Jim and Barb Kudis, who own um, Allegheny Petroleum in Wilmerding, uh, was great enough and gracious enough to donate $75,000 over three years to the Wilmerding Community Center. We met with them back in October and pitched the idea of what we were trying to do. And uh, Jim fell in love with it right away. He's been an avid supporter of 
Wilmerding and the surrounding communities. And, I think he's a former board member too at the Y. Uh, his uh, daughter was, I okay. believe. Okay. Uh, and but they they wanted to be a part of it. Um, and then we also received a seventy five thousand CITF grant from um, Senator Brewster in in, in the government um, that enables us to buy some things that we need to start up. Uh, we have a, a number of requests in for some foundations and other businesses and organizations, and our goal is to try to raise between two hundred and two hundred and fifty thousand as startup funding before we can get up to full membership. That's a that's a heavy lift. Um, it is a heavy lift, and that's for startup funding. Uh, uh, I'll put this question to you, Peter, since you are going to be on the hook here as the executive director. What's your estimate of how much it's going to cost to operate the facility for a year? Well, our, our first budget is about $300,000 for the first year, and that's reduced from what the facility uh, had operated at. We um, looked at their budget uh, from the previous year. We, The YMCA did share that with us, and we were able to determine we could uh, operate a little bit more efficiently. Uh, we need to downsize some of the staff a little bit to begin with. Uh, we're going to have to work with our program instructors to really boost our membership. Uh, I don't know whether Gary mentioned, we have the former membership list of about 1,800 members. Uh, so we're going to be reaching out to people soon that um, let them know that the facility is open. The facility is going to require a consistent donation base yeah. as well as operate off of the uh, membership and membership fees that would be paid. Uh, we also will be working with the Silver Sneakers program. So it, it's a multifaceted budget. Um, we need to be in collaboration with a number of organizations and, and reaching out. Uh, as I say, the donation base will need to continue. Uh, it takes a lot to operate that facility. Um, the time goes quickly. We're going to have another 30-second break uh, coming up here. But, Peter, I'll put this question to you and, and Gary uh, after Peter, uh, if you want to jump in. It, it sounds to me like the, the folks from the YMCA of Greater Pittsburgh then have been um, eager and, and, and wanting to get this facility reopened for the community. I, w I would say that they've been cooperative. Um, you know, they had some financial difficulties, which uh, caused them to pull out, and yeah. uh, they had to reorganize their operation. Uh, they've been cooperative. We uh, have worked out an agreement for a piece of land that is actually their parking lot, so we've uh, been able to work with that. Uh, as well as I mentioned, we were able to get budget uh, numbers and some things of that nature, as well as the membership listing. So uh, the, the Y has gone through some difficult times, but uh, we see some cooperation there. Uh, uh, Gary, same question over to you. Sure, I would agree. I, I don't think the Y really wanted to pull out of Wilmerding and Penn Hills and some of the other places that they did. Um, they just ran into difficulties, and they were tough decisions to make. But they are working with us, so uh, we're able to op reopen and provide uh, services once again to the Mon Valley. Uh, we have another 30-second break to, to take. When we come back, I want to talk about um, – uh, sort of what the timetable is. Uh, you mentioned the, the doors hopefully reopening in August. Then what's the timetable for things coming back online? Um, also want to ask you the hard question of um, how will you be able to avoid some of the challenges that the Y uh, faced, if that's sure. okay? Sure. By all means. Uh, Gary Nawadding is here in the studio <laughs> with us. He's one of the volunteers working to get the Wilmerding Community open. Center open. open. Uh, Peter McGinty is on the phone with us right now. Uh, he is the former executive director of what was the Wilmerding YMCA, and he He's going to uh, step in as the executive director of the Wilmerton Community Center. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, we will be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. 
You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guests for a final few minutes are Peter McGinty and Gary Nawadding. We're talking about the new Wilmerding Community Center, uh, which is going to open uh, in what was the Wilmerding YMCA. I'm going to put both of you gentlemen on the spot. I'm going to start with Gary. Um, one of the things that is was a big attraction for, for the Wilmerding facility, and I know for a lot of YMCAs, as you mentioned, is the swimming pool. Um, swimming pools are notoriously expensive uh, to operate. Anyone who's had a home swimming pool knows that there, there's a lot of maintenance required. There's a lot of upkeep required. And I know that from the former McKeesport YMCA that uh, that they had that beautiful, I think it was Olympic-sized swimming pool where I learned to swim that also was an, an enormous uh, expense for them to operate. Um, what are, how, are, how is the Wilmerding Community Center, this new board that's been set up, uh, Gary, going to kind of address those challenges? Well, I think the major thing is that, um, unfortunately, the YMCA, Wilmerding YMCA, as, as all branches within the YMCA of Pittsburgh, pay a percentage of their expenses to downtown for uh, payroll support, marketing, human resources, etc. We won't have that expense, and that was a significant expense. Um, we will not have that. We'll have our own HR, and okay. we can do these services at a reduced cost. The other side of it was that they were a little overstaffed in terms of the number of people that they had full-time. Uh, we're able to reduce that. Uh, and I think, uh, especially with Peter coming on, uh, one of the things about Pete is that he's he's going to run this facility for the next two years at a fraction of the cost that we were paying an executive director before. And that's one of the things that's going to help us during those first two years, which are critical in terms of us to get up and running and being able to to be sustainable through membership and donations. You, you feel like you've got a realistic operating uh, budget planned? I think we do. Um... I, when we operated that facility uh, years ago, it operated at a um, break-even, if not a surplus. Yeah. Uh, we were very actively involved in the community. Uh, I think that's a, a, a must for this facility. As I mentioned before, it, it can't operate just within itself and that some of the small communities that surround it. We need to have a large base. And uh, that's what we're going to work towards. We're going to work with uh, cooperatives, uh, programs, collaborations with different organizations. Uh, we need to build the youth sports program back. Uh, you mentioned the swimming pool. Yeah. The cost of running the pool. That's one of the major uh, features of this facility. And the number of senior citizens and the uh, senior uh, programs throughout the community. We'll be touching base with all of them to get them back. The warm water therapy. Uh, you walk into a doctor's office and they're, they want to know when we're going to open the facility huh. so that their, uh, their patients can get over and, and uh, the arthritic program. Uh, it costs a little bit more to keep the water at that temperature, but uh, we've looked at some uh, efficiencies as well. And as Gary mentioned, we need to raise significant dollars to keep the operation of uh, working, but we also want to look at uh, uh, efficiency, and uh, I think that's a real plus uh, with our current uh, board and and how we're moving. Is is that a saltwater pool there or a uh, chlorine uh, pool, uh, Peter? It's a chlorine pool. Okay. It's eighty thousand gallon uh, pool. Uh, the uh, former 
uh, maintenance individual has uh, done some nice work with it. Uh, it's a lot of the um, mechanics are still in place. We're going to have to add a heater, okay. uh, which was part of our expense. But uh, you know, we're we're looking to. Uh, Get that up and open as we open the facility. Well, one of the questions I'm sure, if, I, if I'm a, and you mentioned Wilmerding itself is a small community. I think it's about 2,000 population, <laughs> but you are drawing from a much larger area. But the building sits on land that Wilmerding Borough owns. One of the things, questions I would ask Peter, if I was a Wilmerding taxpayer, is: Is this costing me anything? Well, the borough stepped forward and has helped us in underwritten some of the costs to keep the building um, safe, feasible through the winter yeah. months, and that's going to be uh, a challenge to, for us to pay it back. In the long run, no. Okay. The Wilmerding Borough residents will not see uh, funds from the borough off to operate that facility. Uh, they've been very cooperative, uh, and we can't thank them enough for all their uh Cooperation and uh, they've underwritten some costs temporarily, but uh, that's a temporary situation. Uh, well, yeah, they they have an investment there. I mean, they've got a fiduciary investment in, in owning the building and owning the land. Uh, Peter and I'm going to switch over to Gary here in a second. But uh, Peter, you mentioned the the swimming pool, and and Gary may know more about this. But at one time there was a uh, you, you mentioned student programs and educational programs. At one time there was a swim team I think called the McKeesport Wilmerding Sharks that. Uh, uh, competed in that pool. Is, is, do you know if that group is still in existence, and is that the kind of thing that you're hoping to bring back? Uh, as far as the the swim team, I think that's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, uh, you need to build you need to build your youth programs up, and and that's where the program came from. If you recall, I believe the uh, the team uh, competed at East Allegheny, but yeah. they also worked out of the McKeesport Wild yep. cooperative program. And it's going to take some time to build that back up. Uh, so I, I would think it's going to take a couple of years before we could venture to look to something of that nature. And, uh, it's a, it's a feasibility. We want to service what the community would like to see in the building, but, uh, you know, we have to do it fiscally responsible. Yeah. And, and, and on that same note, um, let's put this over to Gary. For people to use the facility, will it be a uh, pay-per-use facility, or will there be dues, or, or what will the structure going forward be? There will be very similar to what the Y had. It will be a um, membership fee that they can pay. There's no contracts. It's a monthly membership. Um, those fees are still being worked out as, as we move forward, but it will be very comparable to what was being uh, people were paying before um, for $35 for an adult, somewhere around yeah. there. Uh, make it very affordable, and uh, that's going to be able to help us sustain um, a lot of the operational costs. But as Peter mentioned, we're also going to need a lot of donated uh, dollars to help us continue to be sustainable. In, in addition to the fitness programs, obviously the health and, and wellness and, and youth programming, will there be, uh, you're calling it Wilmerding Community Center, you're not calling it the Wilmerding Fitness Center, right. so I'm assuming there will be other sort of civic activities there as well? By all means. I mean, that, the, the Wilmerding Y used to be the hub of the community, and we yeah. want to be that hub of the community again. Um, you know, we want you to come in and have birthday parties for your kids. Yeah. We have a large field and a, a, for, and a pavilion for amenities. I want to do community-wide events there. We want people to come and utilize it, not just for fitness, but so for could a be variety arts, of other things. Arts, cultural activities, oh, maybe music. Kind of, there could be all kinds of things. And that's where, you know, part of the community is going to come into play because they can approach us and say, hey, we'd like to do this, and we're going to make our facilities one available to them. We're, we're, we're running close to the end of the end of time here um but let me ask you about you you are a vault 
Jim, that uh, we've been in touch and we've been in communication with the Westinghouse Arts Academy. Oh, okay. Uh, which is just uh, a school that will have 250 children or youth enrolled from uh, ninth to 12th grade in the next couple of years. And they're looking at utilizing the facility uh, with youth memberships for, uh, and team memberships for their students and the student body. Uh, so we're looking to offer some programs uh, that can meet the physical education components for them, as well as recreational and instruction and swim lessons, water awareness, uh, as well as physical fitness and cardiovascular training. Their school is designed for the arts, and we would be able to provide some of the physical components that they could utilize. And, and just to reemphasize, you're looking to the the, the when the what it was the YMCA. They were drawing, as I mentioned, I had a friend from Penn Hills. I know people from McKeesport were using that facility. You're looking to draw from uh, Duquesne, Woodland Hills, East Allegheny, McKeesport, uh, all, all over the the Mon Valley and Turtle Creek Valley areas. That's correct. No barriers. Um, be- before we uh, wrap up here, um, Gary, you yourself are a volunteer. Mm-hmm. If somebody lives out in that area, maybe is a former member of when it was the YMCA, uh, how do they get involved? Uh, they could call Peter. They could email Peter. Um, we're looking for volunteers to help us in a variety of capacities, whether it be from work-related to volunteer board members to activities coordinators. Um, or even those especially who would like to um, help us raise funds to help us to make this sustainable. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.